the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm glad you remember that, Melton. <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> or uh, you can... can you say that kind of often during the show? I do, a little bit. Okay. I uh, even just give it out as... <laughs> You know, you go to the doctor's office. Is there a good number we can reach you? 210-308-8867. Well, it's better. He can at least remember the number. You yeah. you and I, after 20 years, That's right. can't, can't even remember the number. As often as we've heard them. Yeah. That's okay. I'm not hurt. No. You know. Well, that, that must mean it's his fault, the way he says it. Oh. Just yeah, it could be. All right. So you Maybe says, if he would write it on a card. Oh, yeah. And show us, you if know, we like, see it, we're visual learners, you know, if we see it and hear it. The used car sale, uh, yeah, the, yeah. commercials, you know. Uh-huh. Come on down to Millburgers, Gardening <laughs> South Texas. Or only one four, all you have to remember is one four. Oh, you are the, oh, it's all, okay, so we need a number like that, like three, 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 three. Three, just keep dialing threes till it rings. I think uh, somebody's already got that. Oh, man, well, forget about it. So I will. Uh, I'll try to do it differently. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. No, you tried that before, Major. Two one zero three zero eight eight. I blew it. Okay. Well, just two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is the number to call. Uh, I'm eager to hear. Natalie is going to call us with the South Texas Blood and Tissue right. Center. Tell us how we did. I think they stayed even longer because there were um, people. They were supposed to stay here till two thirty. I think they, uh, when she came up on the porch, she said, "We're thinking of staying here till three thirty because we right. got that many people out. We know people are coming, so we'll see how we did." But I know we uh, broke our record. We had sixty-two by the um, end of the show last uh, yesterday. Two o'clock at the yeah. two o'clock. Yeah. So um, we hope to uh, hopefully maybe we got in the seventies. That would be wonderful. Yeah. So, and then what you, na- you did good, Milton. We did no. We all did good. <laughs> and uh, Millburger did good by offering a twenty dollar yeah uh, gift certificate. They sure did. And uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center did a nice little gift too from Amazon. And, yeah. And uh, so Natalie is going to break it down. She was telling me yesterday. I don't want to have a spoiler alert, but she was putting it less in terms of uh, units, which was sixty two. And more of in terms of, of lives it impacts, 
So I hope she'll call us today. Oh, and okay. Yeah, which is, I think, a much better way to, to see the good that you've done uh, as a part of this. So 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Better? Cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Hey, this is making me cold. What? Calvin got his gloves on. Oh, Calvin, come on. Help oh, us out come here. on, Calvin. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm it's, ca- it's, counting on it warming up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's on the edge. It's uh, 48 degrees right now. It was supposed to be 51. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every, what a difference a few everybody, degrees made. Everybody, there's still a lot of people out here, but they dress differently than yesterday. Yes, they are. A little bit warmer. Yeah. When I got here, I saw one guy in shorts. No. Whoa. Ooh. Was yeah. it? He yeah. Was in... Just before he passed out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. But so you ain't got on your. No, you ain't got. No, on your I shorts. am dressed in sweatshirt <laughs> and a jacket, which I probably don't need. But uh, you and, don't want to get cold. No. Nah. So uh, okay. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. I think I lost all my. Uh, uh, Pansy, not pansy, uh, poppy Patoon? bloom. Oh, really? I looked at it this morning and I couldn't see it. It I was, fell off? I, I think that the wind got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They are, they the are pod su- is still. They're susceptible to the wind for sure. It's got poppy. a little pod where the bloom was. Yeah, that's where the seeds are? Yeah, it looks like a little vase. A vase. A vase. So but, what, uh, and, you just wait till that thing turns brown. Okay, kind of like the uh, blue bonnets, huh? Well, it may bloom. Yeah. You may get another bloom on that. Those big, okay. oh, those, yeah. those big ones have yeah. more than one bloom. Yeah. yeah. So that maroon. And it might not be red either. Oh, uh, that maroon is gorgeous. Uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Greg coming to the house. You, yeah, have you got your <laughs> gate locked so Greg yeah, can't yeah. get find Greg it, can't get in? Greg doesn't <laughs> listen to the show, does he? No. Oh, good. Uh, it may be a little on the red side. Yeah. I see it as maroon. See, you, you're doing the same thing that I did with the blue bottle. Yep. Greg wanted that muddy maroon. Ugh. Well, uh, that might look good in a field of that. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Uh, and I never could stabilize that. In other words, I, oh. I couldn't make that come back true from seed. And so uh, the one that did come back true from seed had a lot of red in it. And uh, that's uh, that ended up being called maroon, and uh, now we're getting, we're trying to get a true red, which won't won't let us do it. It won't let us do it. Uh, there's a few plants that come back true red, but uh, uh, the majority of them come back that red maroon. Oh, really? How interesting. So. Uh, but it is well, because of that blue is in there. Oh, okay. The, uh, the, but it's got quite a contrast when you've got both. I've got yeah the, the big red ones up on the hill, mm-hmm. and they really look are spectacular. And then way down at the bottom are the maroons, but you can really see the difference between yeah. those two guys. But they are kind of a, a muddy color. Yeah. But all I've got just one row of Greg's maroon, but all I don't see any variation in that color on those that are booming on the maroon yeah oh okay so good and today would be another good day for wildflower reports if you want to call them in at 210-308-8867 
I don't think that helped at all. 210-308-8867. Did you make the corner? Yeah, Can I saw you, it. Yeah, all the is that, are those the Indian paintbrushes yeah. that are red? Yeah, they look good. And what is the one next They're to orange. it? Oh yeah. Yeah, what's the one that's orangish that looks like a daisy almost? Uh, daisy. No, uh, no. It's, <laughs> I was thinking you know, the orange or the Indian paint. Well, that's what I thought too. Then what is the red? The red is. Uh, it's not a blue bonnet. Not Mexican hat. Uh, is it to the corner on the right as you turn? Yeah. To get on the interstate? Yeah. It's a paintbrush in the is corner. It? Okay, well. And it's orange. Yeah. It's oh. orange. Okay. Well, we'll have to. We'll have to I'll take a picture. Check, yeah, we'll have to check. Okay. But, yeah, they're they're looking good. Yeah. Despite Jerry's uh, uh, prediction that if we don't get great rain, we wouldn't. Now, well, the, the, the advantage well, they're is. They're fading. I mean, they're yeah. they're not as the plants are not as big uh-huh. as they would have been if we'd gotten some rain. Well, but the other thing is that the weeds are competing with are not as big right, right, right. Well, I came to an epiphany last oh, week. Oh, did it hurt? Did it, a, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So you know, I listened to the show, and I put two thoughts together. Oh no! Thought one. Well, I already told you this. I'll share it with Calvin, oh, he, and he, okay. he can see whether he thinks it's brilliant or not. <laughs> um, we were saying it's a great year for blue bonnets. You know, up until this point, we need to get rain, but it's been a great year. And last week, we had a lot of weed calls, and I remember that Jerry said, you know, blue bonnets just the state weed. So I thought, okay, so if it's a great year for blue bonnets, does that mean it's a great year for the other winter weeds oh yeah and so and it's a but every one of them has got a different greatness i mean uh-huh. you know it's generally a good year for weeds <laughs> but uh you know there's a combination that makes it ideal for one for the blue bonnets versus the the bed straw i think it's pretty yeah pretty ideal year for bed straw yeah oh yeah no that's what i was thinking because I don't think we went 15 minutes without a uh, <laughs> without a call on weeds last week wow. with and people coming in. So yeah, I don't know They're if it's bringing different. their weeds. Yeah, well, and it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just kind of overwhelming too. I usually can keep with the string mower can keep up and the rake, you know, keep up, but I haven't done a very good job this year. Yeah, this year, this year, what amazed me was how quickly they came back after mowing. That's right, and raking. I mean. <laughs> Uh, within a week or ten days of mowing, uh, I couldn't see my miniature schnauzers in, in the weeds. <laughs> did they, did, does your bed straw cover the Is it on all parts of the yard? Mine is, mine is at the, the north end. Yeah. And it uh, goes about halfway to the, uh, to the south end, but it stops there. And I'm... I just kind of noticed that for the first time. Yeah, it's it. it uh, and then the I yard, guess that's where it spreads the seed. Or yeah, something. and the yards that are south of mine don't have it. Yeah, the yards yeah. that are north have it. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, my neighbor, <laughs> I don't know who they are. Uh oh, have not cut their bed straw yet. They had not mowed it, and it's. Uh, Two feet tall, uh-huh. two foot, three feet tall. Have they got dogs? No. Because oh. they be. might not have a lawnmower. Yeah. But I mean, 
It's, if you don't mow it or kill it with a uh, a weed uh, weed free dome, that stuff will take your yard. Well, in my na- neighborhood, the it's uh, turning uh, mildew color. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah. at the point where its seed production is yeah is produced, but it's still uh, still relatively easy to rake. But I'm sure you, I'm dropping a lot of seed. Yeah. We should have gotten it before it went to seed. Yeah, when it's sticky, but uh, the seeds just in the bloom stage. Yeah, I'm thinking my neighbors uh, are going to seed my lawn, reseed uh, my uh, lawn. Well, and it's just just probably as we mentioned before, vengeance for those leaves <laughs> that you never have had to raise. Yeah, and uh, uh, we don't know where those leaves come from. No. <laughs> we just know they won't stay on Jerry's lawn. And we we prevent that by uh, September uh, pre-merged herbicide, right? That's right, September one. Um, even August, we used to recommend. Yeah. After mid-August, between mid-August and first of September, but that yeah, those are those weeds we talk about: henbit and. Uh, Bed straw, thistle, dandelion, relatively easy to control with pre-emergent. Yeah. Much, much easier than sandburrs. If you put the pre-emergent out. Yeah. So, Mike, I'm going to set my calendar, so remind everybody on September 1st. So. Most people react rather than act yeah. to prevent. Well, the other thing is, too, that it's easier to apply a granular pre-emergent in, a, in the summer because there's not... A, Right now, if you were trying to buy yeah. a pre-emergent with everything growing the way it is, it's yeah. hard to get that oh, consistent that layer. So, Yeah, high today is 57, low this evening is 41. Wow. And actually, yeah, tonight and tomorrow night are 40 tomorrow night. So does that mean you should cover those tomatoes? I hope I they were covered yesterday when that wind came up. Oh, even the wind, and as, well, uh, as I watched in the nursery, yeah, he went, people with these foxgloves. I said, "Wow, <laughs> I hope they make it to the cashier." And Tuesday it warms up again, seventy-one uh, for uh, Tuesday's high, fifty-one for the low, twenty percent chance of showers on uh, Wednesday. It's <laughs> seventy-four for the high, sixty-four for the low, and then Thursday eighty-seven for the high. <laughs> 80 what? 87. No. Yeah. 87? That's what it says on weather.gov. We need some rain. No, we do not. A 20% chance of rain. How much? 20? 20. 20. (laughs) Which apparently does not impress Jerry. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of these 15 and 20% and 30% chances of drizzle. Oh, so we, oh, fr- we need okay. rain. Friday night, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms. <sighs> ooh, 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 Saturday. Uh, cloudy, high near 78, chance of precipitation, 60%. 60%? That's what it says for, On next, Saturday? for next Saturday. That's nearly a week away. Yeah. That's always Things change. Precarious. Yeah. Yeah. If I had blue bonnets and I hadn't watered yeah. in my lawn... I'd be watering them now. Water once a week yeah. while they're making seed. Oh, okay. So if you want them to make more seed. I've only got them in uh, 
Yeah, in my raised bed garden, they do they do get water to trip irrigation at least once a week. So yeah, yeah, they're looking good. Those that I planted from here at Millburgers. So 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, do you have the list yesterday that Trace gave us, the official list of things that are on sale? I do. All right. Do you want me to read that, or you want to go over that? <laughs> Let's see. Let me go over this, and I'll tell you. My, my list off of the website wasn't, wasn't exactly right. Yeah, apparently not. So let's see. We've got begonias on sale in the 4-inch pot for $0.98 cents each. Boston Hanging Ferns in the 10-inch pot for sixteen eighty-eight. Gold Star Esperanza, and there are a lot of folks getting them. They're, oh, yeah. They're pretty in bloom. They're blooming, and uh, this is the first shipment I think we've gotten in. Oh, wow. Okay. Because they, they bloom late. They bloom in the heat. Yeah, so. So the uh, growers uh, haven't been able to make them bloom. Uh, in the 12-inch pot, and they're really pretty, are, are 1988. Um, ground covers are on sale for $0.98 cents each. Let's see. Um, choose Asian jasmine, monkey grass. Dwarf monkey grass. Yeah, all everything in Calvin's article yesterday. Oh, good. Lyrope? Yeah. I think Lyrope? they conspired to do that. Oh, maybe so. Is it Lyrope? Lyrope? Lyrope. Lyrope. Uh, Aztec grass, English ivy, and more. Four-inch pots, 98 cents each. And the hanging baskets. Trace was real proud about that, so I'll bring that up, too. Uh, they're uh, 10-inch hanging baskets including uh, begonias and patience and petunias, 88 cents each or two for 16. And actually what Trey said was basically everyone there, if you buy one, it's 888. If you buy two, three, four, it's $8 each. So. Wow. Yeah. And they're to our left. They're very pretty. Yeah. So, okay. They're full bloom. Why don't we take a quick break? While we do, we encourage you to give us a call at 210 308 8867 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. First off, thank you so much for coming out and supporting Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive. It was a big success, and we have you to thank for that. So on behalf of Millburgers, on behalf of the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and on behalf of the South Texas neighbors that you helped, thank you so much for coming out and donating blood. We've got another one coming up in about 13 weeks, so keep your eye at millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. The next big event is coming up on April 21st. Saturday, April 21st is Millburgers Big Fiesta Celebration with food like fajitas and tacos, drinks, all for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. There's a balloon artist, a face painter, and a whole lot more. So mark your calendar. We'll keep telling you about it. It's Millburgers Big Fiesta Celebration. And Millburgers Big 2018 Millburger Nursery Fiesta Medal is on sale right now for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army. It's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? 
They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including surveillance solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art surveillance solution security package that includes a 4K high-dev color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. Are you looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio? Then I recommend you go see the professionals at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Owned and operated by proud American veterans, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is dedicated to professionalism and your privacy. They order their coins and bullion direct from the trading floor, so you know you're getting the most up-to-date pricing possible when you buy. And when it's time to sell your gold or silver items, they pay top dollar. They also accept and sell Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text the owners, Tony Arterburn and his wife, Melissa, today. Call 888-667-1836 or just go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Three, two. One. Oh, no. Which, Which button am I... Oh. When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear... Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, where we go right to the phone lines, we're going to help uh, uh, Richard out. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Not too bad. How are you all? Good. We're we're okay. Yeah, just okay. <laughs> but thanks for asking. Question: just when, kidding, is the best, when is the best time of year to prune back roses? Prune back roses? Yes. Uh, um, month ago. <laughs> uh, what kind of roses did you have? I'm not sure, but I can tell in the next growing season they're going to take over the uh, sidewalk leading up to the house. So I don't want to prune back now, but I, I can foresee them growing exponentially. Are they are they climbing roses? No, they're not. Okay. Because uh, the climbing roses we prune them a little later usually after the bloom after that main bloom which are still blooming and then but the uh 
uh, hybrid teas and other normal roses we plant. Uh, I mean, we prune uh, Valentine's Day or 1st of March. And uh, and then again in uh, September 1. Yeah. Do you see uh, new growth on your roses? Tons of growth and tons of blooms and flowering already. Wow. Oh, is it a, is it a knockout? Uh, I'm not sure. We bought them there along there at Millbrickers along with a uh, Texas mountain laurel that we also planted. Yeah, what color are they, red? Uh, deep red. Deep red? Huh. Yeah. Uh, I bet you that's knockout. Yeah. Well, are they, uh, I'm sorry, maybe I missed this, but they're, why are you, do they need pruning or are they just, you're he's, just. Well, he's worried about, yeah, they're going to go on the sidewalk. They're going to yeah, cross see, the sidewalk. I can see them needing pruning next year. This might help. Uh, the variety was specifically for partial shade because this is the north part of the house. Swamp? It only, get, it only gets yeah. done maybe after 3 p.m. Oh, the only the only one that is mentioned, usually mentions partial shade is swamp, swamp rose, and I haven't seen that around for a while. No. Um, but well, you, if, it, well, if they bloom in them, must yeah. be all getting okay, doing if, okay. If there's an issue of safety or blocking a sidewalk, you can just you can cut them at any any point to clear clear that up, or you can wait to the normal uh, time. But uh, yeah, you don't you don't want to put up with uh, sharp. Thorns uh, scratching people. Does it? Does that rose have many sharp thorns? Um, it does. They're small. The small thorns. Yes, I'm looking at them right now. That's knockout. Yeah. So just you know, just do a minimal. Yeah, we're doing minimal cutting now just to protect everybody. Okay. Because we'll they won't. They, they're they're tough. They won't be. No, it won't hurt them. Yeah. All right. Thank you much. Cool. Thank okay, you, Thanks Richard. for calling Bye-bye. in. You take care. 210-308-8867. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. And I don't want to jinx it, but I've got uh, four blooms on my grandma's yellow. Wow. I know. For me, that's pretty impressive. Did you fertilize it? Did you ever fertilize it? Yep. All right, good. It's in the sun, and it must be watering it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and fertilizing it. Uh, both with, like, miracle Grow when we water. Yeah. Not every time, but occasionally. Yeah. And then yeah. with the Osmocote. Good. Yeah, so it's 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 very happy. I'll, I'll show you pictures. I've got two, in, two that are ready to go big and yeah. uh, two that are just budding. Lonnie is on the line. Colin from New Braunfels about Satsumas at 210-308-8867. Lonnie, yes, what's good. going on? Good, good afternoon. afternoon. Uh, calling about my uh, Satsuma Miho or Sito, I'm not sure which one it is, uh, orange tree. It's about uh, the diameter of, a, of, of my index finger, and I'm a little short guy. Uh and uh, it's it's beautifully blooming, beautiful white bloom blossoms. Uh, I'm just wondering, do, sh- uh, should I fertilize now or wait or, or what? Uh, yeah, you fertilize uh, once in the spring. Uh, you can late. do it. You can do it before or or after it uh, leaves out. Oh, it's 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 been leaves out all winter long. 
It right oh, now, it okay. Has, well, that's uh, it, true. It has, it has a white blossom all over the place. May, yeah, okay. I, I would. Yeah, I would. Uh, is it in a container or in the ground? No, sir. It's, it's in the ground. In the ground. Yes. Um, I would fertilize. Uh, put a little extra fertilizer on it uh, when you fertilize your lawn. Okay. In, in about uh, two weeks. <clears throat> yeah, about two weeks. Okay. So, so um, some slow release lawn fertilizer. Yeah, nineteen five nine. But is it probably the truth that since it's such a small little plant right now, that uh, <clears throat> I couldn't reasonably expect uh, any oranges uh, in the fall, should I? Yes, if be, you got a few full of blooms now. It's full of blooms. It's a, it's a small tree, you said. Well, very small. It's about the, the diameter of my index finger. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you get, you got it at a nursery, I guess. I got it uh, at Milk Burgers. Oh, good. Uh, I'm I'm gonna tell you something that you ought to do that you okay. will not do. Well, he might. <laughs> he might do it. <laughs> no, he won't. Lonnie's gonna do it. <laughs> okay. I got faith in Lonnie. I'll, I'll take all, take all, yeah. take all, all but four fruit off. All but four. Yeah, well, when they get about the size of a uh, uh, marble, because he's okay. all marble. Well, yeah, I, a tree you, that, a tree you're, you're, you you probably are right, uh, but except for the fact that you've just laid down a challenge to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I probably I probably wouldn't have taken all those. Off, right, and you, you still want to do so? I'm sorry. He's going to do it. Yeah, he's going to do it now. <laughs> Don't be challenged. Don't throw the gauntlet down in front of Lonnie. <laughs> he will pick it up. And <laughs> does it does it have a, a bit large leaves, large rounded uh, leaves? Well, these are probably mm, two and a half inches long and, and about an inch wide. That's Cito. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. That's my favorite. Okay. And then if you do that thinning. You'll get four large fruit, and you there'll be less stress on your tree. So your next year, you know, it'll be able to put some more, support some growth, and uh, you'll be, your okay. fruit crop now, will get the, larger and larger. Yeah. He's okay. not going to do it. Yes, he is. He's going to do it. I think he is. <laughs> He's going to be calling <laughs> back in September oh. telling us don't, don't how even, many. You ain't going to believe how many oranges no. I got on this tree. Don't even listen to him, Bonnie. <laughs> okay, You're okay, going to do I it. Have a, I have one other point to make with you. Uh, okay. This, this uh, the is, um, it has a, a central leader, but at about, uh Maybe two feet up the little trunk, it bifurcates. Do I do I need to do anything as far as pruning pruning some of those off or not? It's too young to do that, I guess. It does what? It bifurcates. Yeah. It divides into into. Uh, oh. The, the, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this it is divides. It looks. It has a branch. We're yeah, talking about the satsuma still. Yeah. Huh. That's human, yes. So it's so noticeable. It's well, are the it's, two it, it, are the two sides yeah, equal size? The two two stems are they uh, the same size? Um, same size. Well, uh, no. 
Same side Take the smaller one off. Take the well, smaller off. <laughs> yeah, just take the smaller one off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it has do the, to be. It, do it, that it, now. It's the one that has the fewest blossoms on it right now. Okay. No, we're going to take the blossoms off anyway. You just take the small one. <laughs> I mean, those okay. Sp- See, there he's backing out on me, Milton. No, no, no. <laughs> he just slipped a little bit. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Go and, ahead and, and, t- and take the smaller one off. Take the smaller the shorter one off. Okay. Shorter one off. Shorter yes. one off. Okay. All right. We'll right, at the, right at the, right at the uh, trunk. Yeah. yeah. Yes, at the trunk. Okay. Real good. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. You take care. Why don't you call us when you're taking that fr- after you've taken that fruit off? <laughs> I bet he will. He's going to call us. You wait and see. He may. I, I'm waiting to see what they do with this tree out in front of us that would have been full bloom no. for two weeks. Uh, I, 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 I look, Calvin, are you going to take the fruit off? Of uh, there? Yeah. I know. <laughs> It'll give us something to talk about. Hey, uh, Tony's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Tony. What's going on? Hey, good afternoon, fellas. How you doing? Good. Is this the Tony? I have got weeds all over the place, and I'm wondering what is the plan of action for the weeds in my lawn? You've got weeds in your lawn? (laughs) I have a lot of weeds in my lawn. I think this is the first call we've gotten on that, isn't it, Milton? Uh, I think it's our first call today. (laughs) First call in the past 10 minutes. Hey, I'm sorry about that, fellas, but I've got, um, I'm just tuning in, and if you already played that. No, we're teasing you. Everybody's going through that, Tony, so it's kind of, we're just. You know, uh, now they're good. If you can laugh at those weeds, Tony. You can no. laugh at anything, <laughs> or yeah. something like that. The good, the good news is that they're they're, they're, they're declining with the heat. They'll be gone. Uh, but the what the advice we're giving is just keep them keep them mowed, cut so they reduce the amount of seed produced. Um, you know, if you got special clusters of of uh, the bed straw or or the uh, oh, beggar's lice you you know cut those out so because they'll have sticky seeds but uh, um, it doesn't do any good now to put any kind of herbicide on them generally because they're they're going to decline with the heat in two in three three weeks or so so it's okay to cut it do I have to bag it or can I just mulch it you can t- compost it yeah, compost is better. If you mulch it, you'll you'll be dragging whatever seeds are there. But mul- mulch wor- works too if you've got uh, if it's in a situation where the uh, little extra weed seed won't hurt it. Some of them are kind of pretty, actually. They've got like purple blooms on them. Do I just uh, let those go? <laughs> Henbit? No. Yeah, I think you're gonna. Yeah. You mow the whole deal. Yeah. Take take a picture yeah, of them. My, they're in my yeah. bed, so that means I got to be picking those. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Well, then that's, I, uh, that's uh, henbit. That's good milk. That could be, or that could be uh, one of the. There's three or four daylily day uh, day flowers that are blooming yeah, too. Yeah, well. And last thing, so, folks, when so, do I fertilize? So, so how did you? How, how come you let those weeds get in your lawn? Oh. That's another story. I could kick up uh, another episode on that. <laughs> you know, 
Don't don't listen. What kind of lawn do you have? Is it St. Augustine or Bermuda or what? It's a it's a zoysia. It's um, a zoysia. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's tougher. Yeah, is it? It's thinning out, isn't it? A lot of shade. No, not a lot of shade. Huh. Yeah, zoysia is usually the one of the best at fighting them off. Yeah, I can't understand well, how you got zoysia. those weeds we just, in there. We just put it in in November. Oh. Oh, oh okay. okay. That explains it. Yeah. Just keep it. Just keep it mowed. It. I, I know a lot of people say, well, the, there's no grass growing or anything, but the, <laughs> but the, the most effective uh, management tool of, of those weeds is to keep them mowed down, especially now they're going to be gone soon. And Tony's other question was, when does he fertilize? Well, we say when you mow real grass twice is sometime after the mid-April. Maybe May, with your new lawn, even May 1st is not too late. Yeah, my St. Augustine hasn't started growing yet. Yeah, mine isn't doing anything either. But I don't okay, have second, weeds in it. So the second in cutting. In front. Stop picking on Tony. The real <laughs> yeah, that's what, what we're trying to it's do. Is, you don't want to you don't want to uh, fertilize too early before the the uh, grass is capable of take, taking advantage of those nutrients. The root system have to have to develop, and the indicator that the root system has developed is if if you got some top growth of real real grass growth. Awesome, that makes sense, guys. Thanks for very much for taking hey, my call. Good luck. Hey, Tony. Tony. Yes, sir. Real quick, um, is this the same Tony that's on Saturday mornings on? Uh... Yes. That's the correct yeah. at-home real estate show. Yeah, give a little plug for the show. Sure. The at-home real estate show is with uh, Brian Smith of Vision Design and Build. Brian's the only graduate master builder, graduate master remodeler in San Antonio. And uh, my name's Tony Tileman with the Supreme Lending Group. And we've been financing people's houses for remodels, purchases, construction for 24 years. And we talk everything real estate on 9, uh, 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, every Saturday. Is it as difficult as it was calling this show, Tony? Or is your show easier to do? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have some fun just like you guys. It's all good. Cool. Thanks, man. And you can, uh, Tony, right. you, have a you, great day, do you, you podcast your show, right? It's up on our site? Uh, yes. It's on uh, cool. klup.com under podcast. There you go. And then it's replayed on Freedom 1160 at 11 a.m. on Saturdays. Cool. All right. Thanks, Tony. Have a great day. We'll Bye-bye. You too. I can't believe you let those weeds get in his yard. Oh, it happens to the best of people. <laughs> you know? Because they got news order. The best of people get weeds, Jer. I know. Natalie's on the line, our blood drive lady, Natalie Sheridan. Uh, all right. She's going to give us a report yesterday uh, of how we did at 210-308-8867. Natalie, what's going on? Hey, it is a wonderful day. I want to say thank you all so much for the wonderful coverage yesterday. I want to say thank you to all of the Milberger family and everyone who came out yesterday. Can I get a drum roll? Oh, okay. <laughs> we collected, and, and we only did this much because we didn't have another, we didn't have room for another bus, but we collected 95 life-saving Wow. And to let you know what that means, that translates into 285 lives being saved. No ifs wow. or buts about it. 
that is the difference that was made yesterday by the wonderful people who shop at Millburgers, by the wonderful Millburger staff, by all of our community. And that's the difference that we can make. That's, that's great. We've got to make every day. So I, I think your your presentations uh, I think they made up a difference. The, they made a difference. Yep, oh, well, I think I, so too. Well, thank you so very much. But I hope to see you all next the next blood drive that will be out there, and I'll be talking with you soon. And I just wanted to say thank you again. I want to encourage everyone donate. Go now. We have five locations here in town. They're open from anywhere from seven a.m. To 6.30 a.m., excuse me, 6.30 p.m., Monday through Sunday. So please go to our website, southtexasblood.org. Put in your zip code. It will tell you the closest location to you. Go in. Be a hero. Donate. Save three lives. Thank you so much. What time did y'all leave yesterday? Uh, We finally got out of there uh, probably closer to about 5 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so people just kept we, coming, huh? People kept coming. They That's kept wonderful. Coming and they were so generous with their time, with their blood. They understood. And uh, we just can't say thank you enough uh, to Charles over at Millburgers and thank you, Millburgers, for hosting. And we look forward to Millburgers being the place to go to donate. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna, we got another one coming up in about a... I guess uh, another quarter. We do it every quarter. So uh, we do it every quarter. We do it every quarter. So we will. But if someone, um, if someone couldn't come yesterday and uh, and felt uh, and their heart said, you know, hey, I want to give blood, uh, they go to SouthTexasBlood.org. Yes, they can because what we what will show there will be any drive uh, mobile drives that are in their area. So whatever zip mm-hmm. code they put in, whether it be near their work or where they live, they put in the zip code. We will show any mobile drives that are open that they can go donate. Or if they're inclined to go to any of our fixed sites, which is something like the donor pavilion lo- that's located off of I-10 West and Vance Jackson, that's one of our fixed sites. But we have them located all over the city. So if they just put in their zip code, they can find one that's closest to them. So if they weren't able to give yesterday, I ask, I implore, I encourage, please donate while you can because there may come a time when you can't and when you need it, it's too late. And we only have about 1% donation rate here in South Texas, so we've got to get everybody to donate because remember what I said yesterday, there is no blood store. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We are the blood store. We are the blood store. I want you to work on your presentations before next <laughs> quarter. Okay, gotta gotta get more, a little more energy. energy. Yeah, 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 that's what we need. I don't want to see Natalie with more energy. <laughs> Natalie with more energy might be scary. <laughs> Thanks, Natalie. You did you sound great. Like my husband. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so uh, we will catch you again as we get closer to the next one. But uh, SouthTexasBlood.org, uh, they can go there and uh, learn more. Cool. Thanks, Natalie. Thank you. Y'all have a wonderful day. You too. Bye, Natalie. 95 units of blood. Wow. 285 lives impacted. That's going to be hard to beat. That is going to be hard to beat. <laughs> we, we, uh, well, we, we might have to move uh, some of the plants out of the way uh, here, so, yeah. so we can let more of those vehicles in. I don't know where they can get another vehicle in back there. They can make it happen. 
This is Natalie we're talking about. <laughs> Natalie is going to make it happen. If, if she's got to move grass herself, she's going to do it. Is that those are regular petunias, or those are are my buddies the are those the Laura yeah. Bush? Yeah, no, they're regulars. Okay, regular. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We got to take a break, but give us a call and be a part of the show at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Fitch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road. First off, thank you so much for coming out and supporting Milberger's quarterly blood drive. It was a big success, and we have you to thank for that. So on behalf of Milberger's, on behalf of the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and on behalf of the South Texas neighbors that you helped, thank you so much for coming out and donating blood. We've got another one coming up in about 13 weeks, so keep your eye at MilbergerNursery.com to learn more about that. The next big event is coming up on April 21st. Saturday, April 21st is Milberger's Big Fiesta celebration with food like fajitas and tacos, drinks, all for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. There's a balloon artist, a face painter, and a whole lot more. So mark your calendar. We'll keep telling you about it. It's Milberger's Big Fiesta celebration. And Milberger's Big 2018 Milberger Nursery Fiesta Medal is on sale right now for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army. It's all at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Have you filed your taxes this year? No? Then this message is for you. The paperwork may get overwhelming, but AHIA Tax Pros are here to make it a stress-free process. They take pride in their tax preparation service and even offer a generous 20% off to their existing clients. Schedule your appointment today and let AHIA at Tax Pros, find the deductions you didn't know were available to you. With over 25 years of experience in insurance and finance, AHIA Tax Pros will help you keep your hard-earned money and avoid writing Uncle Sam that check again. Call AHIA Tax Pros now, 210-807-8934. That's 210-807-8934. AHIA has saved many clients thousands of dollars who had previously ended up owing money on their tax returns. Call now, 210-807-8934. That's 210-807-8934. This is Dennis Prager. When it comes to your home, math is your friend. Well, math and Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. If you're buying or selling a home, I suggest you call Sergio, a 20-year licensed real estate professional. Help You Sell doesn't charge you the traditional 6%. When you sit down with Sergio, he'll show you exactly how their low set fee program will save you money. Let's do the math. The difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service and marketing? Probably not. Same service, thousands saved. It just adds up. Help You Sell is the clear choice in San Antonio and the Hill Country. And you know how I feel about clarity, so call 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. To find out how much you can keep in your pocket, call 210-693-0305 to get a free home evaluation and market analysis. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. If you're age 59 and a half or older with the four 
401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's bigstatefinancial.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, we're calling Trace in for a plant ID. Uh, that's not it. That's not it? Okay. But that's Byzantine gravity. Oh, okay. Oh. That's pretty. Here. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace, uh, we, need, we need your help on... Uh, she's got an, an invasive got a, plant. an iris. And... Iris and I've seen that thing before. So, all right, it's getting very quiet as Trace looks at the phone. While he does that, while Trace looks quietly, I'm going to guess it's a walking iris. It's a walking a iris. Walking iris. Okay. Oh, okay. You ever go to California? They plant one on the top of a hill. Yeah. And as it comes out, goes set, and then the whole hill ends up eventually. The whole hill ends up being that same plant. Years do that too, huh? Yours do that? There you go. Sorry. That's okay. Hers are walking in a basket. Uh, you want me to look that up? I can They're look. just hanging up there and going, let me down, let me down yeah. where I can get to the soil. Yeah, it's, huh? it's an uncommon iris. We do actually have three or four of them. I don't remember what color, but we do have some. Well, it's an uncommon plant. Walking iris most plant. Of, mostly walking in California. Out. All right. Is that what it looks like? Pretty much. Don't leave oh, cool. Is that what it looks like? Yes. Yeah. All right. We got it. That's oh. it. Walking iris. Yeah, that one looked pretty similar. See if that looks kind of like it. Whoops, whoops. There you go. See if that looks like it. Um, 210-308-8867. <laughs> there you go. 210-308-8867. Toll right, so free. There's four of them against the building It's 866. I don't know if she wants any more. Does she want any more? She wants more. Oh, she wants more. Okay. 866-308-8867 for long distance. What's going on, Trace? Not much, gentlemen. You busy? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, huh? You dressed a little different than you were yesterday. I was sort of prepared yesterday, <laughs> too. I just didn't have to put my coat on. Yeah. I don't know. See if... Uh... Uh-oh. All right. Technical difficulties. We may have, we may have lost Calvin's uh, headphones there, but we'll, we'll fix it in a sec. Here, I'll... Nothing yet? You can't hear me? All right, hold on. All right. What else is going on? How's, the, how's Mary's class doing? There was a lot of people down there. Uh, Good. I'm sure the, the weather kept a couple of the kids inside. Yeah, but that's a shame because it's going to be a fun. Nothing yet? All right. Um, 
And did you hear um, how, how we did yesterday in terms of the blood drive? I, I never got a final number. Okay, units not 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 donate, not people who offered, but just units taken. So you'll have to count the certificates for the numbers uh, offered. Uh, Ninety-five. That's uh, ninety-five units of blood. That's a record. That is a record. Yeah. yeah. And the la- the lady called in. Yeah. And that's two hundred eighty-five. Calm uh, report. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I bet we have four buses next time. Yeah. I bet I you're right. I'll park four buses. Yeah, hey, we were wondering which plants we could move out of the way so that we yeah. can get more <laughs> buses in there. Yeah. We might have to we might have to move this process up the hill. Oh. Oh Lord. That, that a might, shuttle. That might be a, a good choice. All right, hey, we'll figure it out. Exercise along with blood uh, there you go. donation, yeah. We can figure it out. But that's pretty good. It's 285 lives impacted uh, yesterday because of the blood drive. So are you getting this now? Are you, are you? I am. Oh, good. Okay. You got it fixed? All right. So what else, Trace? What else is going on, man? Well, we still got lots of color and oh, yeah. uh, more and more coming. So I'm starting to see a lot more of the warm weather uh, items on availability. So uh, I saw some purslane right. and vinca, some things we don't normally the plant for, for another month or two. but. Yes, sir. That was growing. That's early. Well, it was growing yeah. in a situation where it's warmer, so yeah. they have it, and people are asking for it. So and it's deer resistant. It is very deer resistant. And with Cora, you know, April. Yeah. And the zinnias are uh, a lot of people talking about zinnias yep. already. Yep. Before Cora, we used to say June. Yeah, and you kept kept no moving it back. Before moving June, back. after Mother's Day is what yeah. I was, I still tell people that. Yeah. But that, that doesn't stop them from flying oh, them up. Of course not. Especially with people with deer. Yep. You're right. Uh, let's see. I, was it last year that I put out the call for anybody that's ever seen deer eat zin, uh, vinca? I don't, I don't think we got a single call. I don't think we got a single call. So uh, I, I know they won't eat out at, eat it out at uh, my daughter's house, my son-in-law's house. And uh, I thought I thought it was going to make it through till this spring, but uh, they had had some up against the house, kind of. And uh, but that last uh, little cold snap got them. Of course, they quit blooming during the winter. But uh, I'm sure we're going to have some of those again out there because everything I've tried out there except. Think uh, had been eaten off by the deer. Huh? Did you ever try? Did you try zinnias out there? No. Uh-huh. Cause, uh huh. Because a lot, a lot of people maybe in that situation where they're against the house where they don't get stomped. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't seem to be much interested in eating zinnias. Oh, okay. But their uh, zinnias are must be more uh, structure. Uh, well, the leaf is kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're just not not as capable, or flexible as yeah. Pinka, I don't think. and can't get the flower. I well, mean, the flower is kind of down. I just checked the variety; they are Cora coming in. Oh, good. Uh, but from that supplier before, I've actually gotten Nirvana, so that's why I wanted to go check and see which. Yeah, one well, was. those were both good. Nirvana is from that, cuttings. That, that, yeah, that was uh, the original disease-resistant one, but it's right. always done from cuttings. It makes it more expensive. Yeah. All right, are we ready for the yes. room of the, the weekend? weekend. <laughs> oh, we, we had music. Wait. Okay. 
No. <laughs> there we go. All right. Tell, okay. Tell yeah, I got some. that. I understand. All right. So we, <laughs> we have opened a new addition to the many things that Millburgers does. Um, we are now going into birding. Uh-huh. So we've taken a whole room and turned it over into different types of bird feeders, uh, bird houses, all kinds of different bird food, and we want to learn. Uh, we want to make it. Uh, we want to make it an event out of that room, and uh, and teach people. Yeah. So uh, if you're looking for houses, hummingbird feeders, uh, do we have purple martin houses yet? No. Okay. So they're Soon. coming. Soon. Uh, we have the cool. Can't get them almost anyplace else. Um, license plate homes. Yes, bird, bird. made out of, uh, of Texas license plates, and they're bird houses. And he made a, a number of different shapes. Ooh. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. And uh, he he does a his uh, his contribution all goes to feed the poor. So I mm-hmm. thought that was a really good story, and I, I really want to help that man out. So we're, yeah, we're selling his bird houses. It's a win-win. Uh, so this, the proceeds from the sale benefit. Uh, uh, is it a, spe- a special organization, or just does he give I, it to different he ones? He didn't specify. Hey, look, we got people speaking of birdhouses coming out with their birdhouses <laughs> for Mary's presentation. Yes, cool. They, those, are, uh, those are neat little birdhouses. Yeah, they are nice. Yeah. They're that was a nice presentation. Uh, she assembled them for the kids, but we carry that to sell as well. It's very inexpensive. Yeah. Uh, where if you want to have a little project and paint it up yourself, we, we oh, do I have them. I was wondering because both of these people look like they're over seven. They do. Yeah. <laughs> they, I'm sure they're carrying it for their child. I think grandchild in the No, oh, grandchild. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With him. I have Thanks. an announcement to make. All right. We only got like 40 seconds. What's your announcement? Okay. I can do it within that. I got a text from Arthur Milberger. Oh, okay. And it said, we are bringing to market a new St. Augustine grass that will have traits of floor town, but 75% less vertical growth. Lysing it, licensing it from the Scotts Company. Very cool. And guess what else? What? It's Roundup resistant. Huh. In other words, if you get weeds in your grass... You can spray it with Roundup and kill the weeds and not hurt the St. Augustine. All right. Well, I hate to I hate to break into the news break, but we got nine seconds. So we're going to take a break and come back in just a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 AM, The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. Acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney says President Trump wants to get to the bottom of the mystery behind why the Russia collusion investigation never got going. He says it might have been an attempt to overturn the election. If that happened, that is a challenge to our to our republic, the likes of which we've not seen for a long time. And we don't think it's that outrageous to suggest that it could have. The president would only be doing his job if he tries to make sure whether or not that happened. And if it did, to make sure the people who committed those particular acts are brought to justice. Mulvaney, a guest on ABC TV's This Week program. Former Vice President Joe Biden is responding to an accusation by a former Nevada state legislator that he inappropriately kissed her on the back of the head in 2014. 
Lucy Flores was the Democratic nominee for lieutenant governor in Nevada in 2014. In an article in New York Magazine, Flores writes that she and Biden were waiting to take the stage during a campaign rally in Las Vegas when she felt two hands on her shoulders and Biden proceeded to plant a big slow kiss on the back of her head. In a statement Sunday, Biden says, In my many years on the campaign trail and in public life, I have offered countless handshakes, hugs, expressions of affection, support, and comfort. And not once, never, did I believe I acted inappropriately. But, he adds, if it is suggested I did so, I will listen respectfully. Ben Thomas, Washington. A comedian with no political experience, the top vote-getter in Ukraine's presidential election today, according to an exit poll, but he has fallen well short of the absolute majority needed to win outright in the first round. A runoff is coming next. Israeli officials have reopened the two crossings with the Gaza Strip today. This after a week of hostilities. It's a sign that ceasefire talks with Hamas may be making headway. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Now, Trace ran off the porch screaming after the you, grass you, announcement. You tend to do that to Trace. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I did it yesterday when too. we were reading the wrong ad. Yeah, he... <laughs> Traces, all of a sudden you hear, meh, 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 which is Trace's phone, and he's getting a text from somebody. But anyway, that that grass is just being propagated now. Okay. So it won't be available probably this year. And when it comes, I don't know the name. He didn't give me the name. But uh, Milberger will not have it this year. All right. And you're sure you're supposed to read that? How huh? do you know all that? <laughs> I mean, did you get more information? Than- well, it's from the Scotts Company, and uh, it 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 would be a while before they get no, okay. get a volume. Well, you, as we know more, you know, listening to this show, you'll learn right, more about it. Right, there we right. go. Well, I don't want to give up too much information. No. So, all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. I see you have your Millburgers newsletter I there. I do, I do. Uh, you can I get, was going to mention a couple of things. By the way, you can get your newsletter by going to uh, MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. And uh, when you do, uh, you can register for it. You can have it mailed to you or emailed to you. Uh, the email edition is a little more colorful, but the, uh, the mail edition is just fine. And if you don't have the Internet... You can call the nursery at 210-497-3760, and they will uh, get you on the list and get it mailed to you. So you yeah. can do it the old-fashioned way. I get it both ways. Okay. It's in color on the internet. Yeah. Uh, it's got an article by uh, Mark Peterson. Oh, can I say one more thing? Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you talking about Mark Peterson. <laughs> but uh, you can find old issues, too, at com. Yeah. Yeah. 
Where? Anyway. So who's it by? Uh, Mark Peterson. Right. He were, I think I know can that I, Can guy. I say one more thing? Yeah. No, I'm teasing. Uh, <laughs> he's a Saul's Conservation Project Coordinator. Man, he's got a business card two feet wide. Oh, man. Just, just getting that coordinator right. <laughs> spelled right. Well, he used to be a regional forester for the... yeah. Texas A&M, Texas uh, Forest <laughs> Service. Yeah, AgriLife Forest Service. Forest Service. But Mark writes, his oh. article is write, written, says, Mo-hi-mo-often. Mo you know, he said that on, when he was substituting for Calvin. Mo-mo-mo-mo-mo-mo-mo. And it says, of, of all the suggestions and recommendations you may hear, there are two key factors that will help make your lawn more drought-tolerant, mowing height, and mowing frequency. Uh, although a variety of mowing heights are recommended for each turf species, and that's in the newsletter, the uh, recommended mowing height, our rule always to mow at the high end of the range. In general, the higher the mowing height, the deeper the roots, and the deeper the root system, the more drought tolerant the turf becomes. Now, that's exactly opposite from what Neil Sperry says. What? Yeah. He, he believes in mowing it at the recommended heights and not uh, letting it get too tall. Oh. His, well, the his old, concept is tall is thin. Yeah, the old manicured the manicured uh, lawn people are uh, inclined. They don't like that mowing high stuff. But yeah. I'm kind of with Mark, I'm afraid. Did you have a, well, we're going to get back to that. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Okay. Do you want to, well, here, we'll let you keep reading, and then you want to talk to Calvin real quick? And What's up? What's the question? Talk to him. You'll be off the air. All right, we won't we won't beat her up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mark is saying, "Let it grow." Yeah, well, more often, the more high and more often. Oh, okay, and that that grows that according to Mark. Yeah, <laughs> that gets deeper the roots root deeper. System, yeah. Okay, so does Mark have evidence for this, or is this no? Oh, no science? <laughs> Mark's big into science. Um, but, uh, okay. okay. Okay, so that's one. On uh, my plant questions. Yeah. Uh, since Calvin's talking to somebody, yeah. I can go ahead and read this. Oh, yeah, let's read it while he's talking. Uh, this must be an old Calvin question. Oh, why? Because it says... What is the last date we can expect new martin, purple martins, to show up to nest this summer? Okay. We have some new houses, but no takers yet. Oh, I think we've we've heard. Yeah, this is. Uh... Yeah. Said I have the, and then the answer is I had the same situation. My old houses have nesting pairs, but no birds have rented the new houses. Yeah. What if there's an odor in those new houses or something? Oh, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, that could. That we built this winter. I am going to wait until about May 1st, another month. Yeah. 
before I considering before I consider lowering the new houses if no Martin claimed them by then. Okay, yeah. That seems and, a little and, and what that's his old answer. He forgot about the sparrows. You oh, know, he, that's right. He's turned. He's turned the corner on uh, leaving the houses up for the yeah, sparrows. He used to hate the sparrows. I know it. Till I reminded him that sparrows a bird. Yeah, and then then he suddenly loved them. Yeah. Oh yeah, a big sparrow fan. Then he shared. He he let them share. Yeah. So. Uh, so you didn't hear a word. Yeah, I know. That's good. <laughs> Are you ready to take a call? Yeah. All right. Wade is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Wade. Welcome to Milkburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Very good, sir. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I have a quick question about the Gerber daisies. Okay. And uh, I've noticed uh, a lot of them that I have and in the stores are either a, a pretty much a solid variety of colors. But this year, I have noticed at some places they have solid colors with a splashed color on the flower itself. Is that a certain new variety or a certain name for that variety? Yeah, that's a new variety. Oh, okay. And uh, have you had good luck growing Gerber daisies? They're kind of temperamental. I have great luck because I have them under a carport oh. in the ground. Yeah. Okay. So they only receive half-day sun, and uh, which is the morning, and they are blocked from harsh, uh, cold uh, wind. All right. That's good. Uh, so they that's live a year-round. little micro-environment. Yeah, they live year-round in that micro-environment, yeah. Okay, but don't, uh, you don't overwater them either. Uh, they rot off, have a tendency to rot off. Right, you and uh, you're right about that. And I keep them on the dry side. No, okay, good. Yeah, you're a good Gerber, Gerber daisy grower then. Yeah, they're real pretty. Okay, get you some of that new one. Okay, is there any name I should look out for, or? Uh... No, I don't. I don't know the names of Gerber daisies. Uh, <coughs> where where are these spots or uh, freckles? Are they on the petals? Yes, sir. It looks like a splashed on color on the petals, like it's been splashed yeah. on there. Okay, that, that's, that's a new variety. Okay, I'll keep a lookout for them, and I'll call back to see if Milberger has any in the future. Okay, yeah, the, we have Gerber daisies a little later, I think. Okay, thank you much. Thank you for calling in. Congratulations. Take, have a good day. God bless you. You Bye-bye. take care. God bless you, too. 210-308-8867 is our number. You want to talk about what she was talking about? Well, she had a, a lemon in a, a small container. And she wanted it to be a single stem instead of a multi-stem. And so, you know, it it talked about bigger containers and uh, how, you know, how the container will kind of limit the size. Uh, But but she was willing to sacrifice some fruit this year so she could get a single stem plant. But then at the end, too, she was talking a little bit about a... Half whiskey barrel versus the yeah. little three, you know, three-gallon oh, yeah. container. Yeah, because uh, it really limits your flexibility on on citrus if they're in a such a tiny little uh, container. Yeah, did you mention fertilizer? I didn't at that point. Uh, okay. She got 
She was having lots and lots of uh, foliage okay. production, so I just um, that didn't seem to be a factor. She was just worried about cut uh, if she could prune it. Cutting that stem off. It was just planted in uh, J- July. Oh, okay. For her, uh, it was a birthday present. Oh, oh okay. Uh, nice That's birthday. Great. Yeah, citrus is a good b- birthday present for sure. Was it Ponderosa? No, uh, I think uh, Meyer. Meyer. Okay, that's a good one. And we've got a lot of citrus here. A new shipment of uh, own rooted. They're growing on their own root system. So uh, that uh, previous caller, when he was talking about that shoot coming out the bottom, I was I was afraid he was going to say it came from the ground. But he said, uh, way I understood it, he said it came from the trunk. What was that? Was that the call you? The the, the one that had the double. Uh, oh, oh yeah, double oh, okay. stem. But yeah, anyway, we talked a little bit about the the fact that you know a, a citrus kind of their natural form is to be that right cover and to protect that main trunk. Right. So if you if you prune them in the into a shape that's not normal for them, you you sacrifice or have to challenge, challenge that kind of yeah that kind of protection they have back in the old days what they used to do just is just to protect the the graft union and the trunk when the tree got bigger yeah uh for years uh always nursery out here around the other side of von army uh used to they were the first ones to uh grow satsumas for the market here in San Antonio. And uh, they had a mother tree out there. And uh, they would pile sand. They're in sand. And they would pile sand up on a, around the trunk every fall so it wouldn't freeze. Uh-huh. And if the top froze off. Whoa. Oh, what? Humminbird. Humminbird right there. Oh, wow. Female Must, must be getting warmer. <laughs> Maybe he's flying to stay she warm. Was, she was getting some uh, nectar from that nasty uh, <laughs> Mexican petunia there. Was it? Yeah, a la- yeah. lady, lady walked up and said that... Uh, she didn't like him. She didn't, didn't like uh, a Mexican... Uh, the tall. Did you notice the that tall none of us... Oh, I like him. None of us... Uh, Disagreed with her on in terms of it and being invasive. I think she was kind of looking at us, challenging yeah, I think so. us. <laughs> I hey, was, look at that cute birdhouse that he did. Yeah, All good right. job. Oh, no. Good job. Hey, we got a phone call. Are we ready? Did we? Uh, good job. Beth, That's great. Beth is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Beth. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thank you. My, my question is. Y'all were talking about Mark Peterson and being a forester. Uh, I am wondering value of what I want to call heritage oak, live oaks on small individual property. Would he be a person who might be able to give information the value of those when a person is ready to sell that property? Well, no, he used to be, but uh, now he's... Uh Got a different job with the San Antonio yeah. water system. Yeah, um, I realize that. Yeah, well, I think what? you'd be, be yeah you'd be better off uh, getting a hold of one of the uh, arborist companies or 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 call the 
Texas A&M uh, Forest Service, and they could recommend. Yeah, I, for, I don't know who do, who puts value on trees. Who does that? Uh, they used um, some horticulturists do it, and the some ar- arborists do it for sure. Well, one of the things I was wondering about too. <clears throat> Does it make a difference? To me, it seems like it would make a difference if it was, say, two big live oaks on two acres of property, prime property, or whether it was live oaks on acres of property. You know what I mean? Like on two nice big live oaks on a small piece of property makes it really a part, almost a part of the property itself or like in, oh if yeah had, if you had little sheds little barns or something oh you know, yeah you're right you know and you take oh. better care of them and they are they are addition because of the view from the house of the anyway that's what i was wondering about they're, defi- anyway, Mark, they're definitely a, a valuable part i mean yeah. I, I, it's uh those hearings or those uh, uh discussions that i've been involved with the uh, estimates that the arborists or the horticulturists make always uh, quite often shock shock, oh, shock yeah. the ho- homeowner or the uh, landowner or a lot of times they're because of the tree was injured or something but yeah they're, they're yeah they're a super valuable part of a, of a landscape situation well i think so too anyway that was going to be my main question what what in where you could get an idea. But since I'm on the phone with y'all, let me ask one other question I've been wanting to call about. The vinca that is a ground cover, you know, blooms a purple flower, not periwinkle, but the little the, vine. Yeah, the, uh, if, the uh, that makes a, a ground cover kind of thing. Yeah, ground cover vinca. Right. Right. Right now, mine really does look nice and healthy, but a little bit later on, then it seems like the leaves dissolve. Something happens to them a little bit later on. Right. And I've, I've never really seen an insect. I haven't watched it. And I don't pay attention to it until it's already happening. You know yeah. anything about that? Uh, I, th- I think it's the temperature. No, well, but it's a. There's an insect that's involved, too. Yeah, I thought it would be the temperature also, but there is an insect. Or, well, we we, we should probably look it up because it might even be a disease related to the temperature. But, yeah, they disintegrate. Now, you're not talking about the 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 stink of Vinca Minor. Okay, the one one that has the light, it stands about... uh, Two or three feet tall, doesn't it? Two, no, t- no, two no. feet tall? No, no this, this only, I don't think any of the little stems get taller than eight to ten inches because it's Vinca, mainly a vine. Yeah, it's Vinca Major and Vinca Minor, and it's a ground cover. And they have a be- They look beautiful in the spring. Yeah. And then at some point, late spring or early summer, they whatever it is, that insect, that, or, yeah. that, that attacks them and they that, disintegrate. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking yeah, of just, the... Yeah, right now, Ooh. right now I have one of the clumps, which is on the sort of the northwest corner of this, I mean, southwest corner of this area where I haven't planted. One of the clumps is blooming those beautiful flowers, and then on the 
backside across this dome. I, I have gravel, like uh, big gravel, or I forget, river gravel, gravel over some old roots of a, the mother live oak from which sprung three sprouts years and years ago. And so those three sprouts are big trees now, but there is that lump where the mother was. Anyway, I put gravel over it and planted these in there quite a few years ago. And they'll do well for a while and then nothing. But this year they've just really been pretty. And one, right. the, south, the southwest one is blooming. And I thought if there was something I could spray to keep them from dissolving. Well, if, it, if, it's a, if it's a bug we're t- thinking about, uh, it's a caterpillar, moth, a caterpillar of a moth. Okay. Uh, do you know about which and and they'll defoliate them overnight. Well, if, they'll if, defoliate them overnight. Uh, well, see, I don't think of it as defoliating. I just know that the leaves dissolve. It's like all of their interior melts away, and it leaves a little bit of the skeleton of the leaf with that outer, whatever you call the outer part of a leaf. Yeah, you know. Anyway, well, well I, I, th- I think if you would uh, use a, when does that happen? In May? Yeah, and it's. Well, right now they're. Beautiful. I'm not very optimistic. I'm not very optimistic because they've tried for years and years to get <laughs> it under control here. Okay. Uh, oh. But it is, it is weather it is weather related too oh. because other some other areas. Are, they can, whatever the problem is, they can control it. Yeah. But we mm-hmm. don't seem to be, in our climate, we don't seem to be able to control it. Control we it, must yeah. have a lot of gardeners out there that have experienced it and can maybe give us a call and let us know what what they've diagnosed it as, too. Well, another thing that's important to me and to a lot of others is the fact that the deer don't browse it. The deer do not browse those luscious dark green leaves. Huh. So, anyway. Okay. Good okay. luck. I think you've answered both of my questions. <laughs> thank, <laughs> Good. Thank you very much. I always enjoy listening to you. Okay. Thank you, thank you for calling in. Okay. All right. Okay. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. we got to take a break, but while we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. First off, Thank you so much for coming out and supporting Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive. It was a big success, and we have you to thank for that. So on behalf of Millburgers, on behalf of the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and on behalf of the South Texas neighbors that you helped, 
Thank you so much for coming out and donating blood. We've got another one coming up in about 13 weeks, so keep your eye at MillbergerNursery.com to learn more about that. The next big event is coming up on April 21st. Saturday, April 21st, is Millburger's Big Fiesta Celebration with food like fajitas and tacos, drinks, all for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. There's a balloon artist, a face painter, and a whole lot more. So mark your calendar. We'll keep telling you about it. It's Millburger's Big Fiesta Celebration. And Millburger's Big 2018 Millburger Nursery Fiesta Medal is on sale right now for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army. It's all at Millburger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This Friday, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. For all the better if you don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters Friday. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and The Revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9.30 a.m. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-dev color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Democrats and their allies in the media don't know what to do since the summary of the Robert Mueller report found no collusion with Russia by the Trump campaign. Check that. No less than Congressman Adam Schiff, the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, says he's seen evidence of collusion. If he has, he should put up or shut up. While some Democrats have shifted to health care and education, their bread and butter issues, others won't let go and are behaving like members of a cult. No matter the evidence, no matter that a week ago they were praising Mueller for his integrity, they still believe a lie. President Trump is right to run a victory lap and point out how more than two years and $22 million in wasted taxpayer money has produced nothing except harm to government and a lowering of trust. Not surprisingly, network polls show nearly half those surveyed still believe there was collusion. No wonder the way the media have force-fed this lie to the public. The president should use this momentum to challenge the left on its many other failures and radical agenda. There's a long list. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Welcome back to Mill Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Darla is on the line. Hi there, Darla. Welcome to Mill Burgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? 
Um, a while back, I heard y'all talking about uh, using orange oil on plants that you had out on your deck, but you wanted to bring inside to kill the bugs inside. So I was wondering what the formula was. I'm not sure. I, it wasn't me that talked about orange oil. Do you, Jerry? We were you. No, not orange oil. Uh, we we a lot of times talk about spinosad. Well, products that contain spinosad. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, and that'll take care of. Uh, you just drench the roots. You just water it with spinosad products, which is also okay. organic. Are right. your insects on the leaves, or are they on the in the soil? Well, well, I I I think they're probably just in the soil. Okay, the uh, the little gnats. No, you know, just you know, like kill bugs or you know any kinds of things. Oh, that get, okay. Get in into the pot from the yeah being deck. You can use a. Uh, the spinosad should, uh, if you uh, drench with uh, drench with uh, spinosad products, that should take care of pill bugs and uh, things that get in the in the pots, and okay. won't hurt the plant. All right. Well, what, thank you very what, much. What kind, what kind of plants are they? Are they house plants or are they? Yeah, they're, they're uh, house plants. I've had on the deck. Okay. Okay, you use a spinosad product. And that's organic and uh, doesn't smell. Yeah, read the label and make sure the label is consistent with your use, what you want to accomplish, too. Because there's a lot of spinosad products. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and okay. what uses, what uses uh, do you use the orange oil for, then? Well, I must thinking orange oil is part of the sometimes it's part of the weed killer, weed killer yeah. yeah yeah i've heard that yeah so i'm, not, I'm i don't know how it would be used for uh, insect uh, insect control all right well thank you very much thank Thanks, you for Carol. calling in all right Jeannie is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Jeannie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. You bet. What's going on? Well, I wanted to ask a question about mulch. Um, in my flower beds every year in the spring, of course, there's a whole bunch of leaves from the trees in my yard and my neighbors. And as I'm cleaning out the leaves, I always end up taking quite a bit of my mulch from previous year and um it then i go and buy new mulch and put it down and then the next year i end up doing the same thing you know and i just wonder do i if there is it a best to remove some of that older mulch or you know if you covered up the leaves with new mulch would that be bad because you're just going to keep piling on top and you know i'm just kind of frustrated because i feel like i'm throwing away stuff just to go buy new well yeah that's right you just the uh, the normal pattern is you just put the new mulch on top of the old and that's just kind of the natural way of things the bottom decomposes and then the, you know just layer in nature the forest leaves fall each year, and then they accumulate. So, yeah. In fact, we 
One of our favorite mulches are uh, live oak leaves. It's a uh, it's a nice material to use for mulchings, valuable mulch. You're right. You can just uh, yeah. Don't don't collect. The only th- the only thing we talk about a little bit is uh, some, there's some plants like tomatoes. In the first thing in the spring, like now, we want the soil to eat up a little faster, so we would move the mulch off of the the roots of the tomatoes until a little later in the year and when the soil heats up then put the mulch back on so that the the water doesn't evaporate as fast so but yeah you're right on, you're right on target uh okay. just gonna, you know you don't have to replace mulch or you don't have to re- remove those leaves okay so i don't so the only thing I've been kind of concerned about is if I just kind of kept building up, you know, and it's because my flower beds go right up to the back of my fence, and, you know, I don't want anything to get too high up on the fencing over time. So that if I just kind of spread the leaves out, they'll just decompose under there, even the bigger ones. I mean, there's live oak, but then, like, I have a Monterey oak. Those leaves are huge. Yeah, we we often say that... Uh this the climate we live in. We're in one big compost pile. Yeah, it, uh, you know, up north where they got freezing temperatures, the organic material accumulates, but it generally does not accumulate in our climate because it okay. decomposes all year round. You f- you oh. put fertilizer on your around your flowers, don't you? Yeah. Well, and if you keep those leaves moist and and fertilized, they'll decompose faster. Okay. Okay, well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Or if you, you or so if much. you, or if you run them through a lawnmower, I mean, uh, mow them, and uh-huh. uh, have smaller pieces of the leaves, uh, then it'll decompose faster. Okay, well, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate. Thank your help. you. Bye-bye. Take care. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Don't forget, Millburgers Top Tomato Contest is June 8th, so as you're uh, taking care of your little babies and uh, getting those tomatoes on there, remember that you can be part of a fun competition uh, here at Millburgers on June 8th. We have a lot of fun with all your tomato-growing friends, and uh, we give you a chance to win some great prizes, too. Their categories are cherry and smaller tomatoes, and then the other category is regular tomato. Plus, there's biggest tomato based on weight. And then one of those tomatoes that wins, those tip categories will be chosen as our top tomato, the Millburgers top tomato for 2019. And there's uh, so you can go to millburgernursery.com. But think about that as you're growing your tomatoes this year, and we'll give you tips. There's tips on plant answers for what you can do. But All right. uh, yeah, so there's lots of fun stuff which you can do. And it always is a fun competition. So you keep that in mind. Plus, Millburgers will give you a ten dollar gift certificate uh, when you're a part of the contest, just for being a part of the contest. So judging starts at noon. But for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com. And there's a little write-up on in our April newsletter. It says, Growing Prize-Winning Tomatoes in Your Backyard. There we go. Prize by winning. Jessica Robertson. I never heard of her. But uh, she says, at the, yes. at the first, uh, we don't always agree with everything that's in the newsletter. 
Uh, our secret, grow your soil and your tomatoes will grow themselves. What does that mean? <laughs> is, that, is that micronutrients? That means, and, <laughs> that, yeah. Okay. That means use quality, locally produced compost to the soil. And the men with an organic starting fertilizer that contains mycorrhiza, fungi, and humate. Okay. Now, we, we, we have such a thing here at we do. Millburger. Yes, we do. Uh, but I, we recommend, <laughs> I recommend, uh, 1959 slow release fertilizer on your tomatoes. But, uh, the organic material in the soil is, it will definitely help things. Mycorrhiza fung- fungi benefit plants in many ways, but the most relevant to our Texas growing condition is their ability to act as nature's water conservationists. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm just reading out of our newsletter. Okay. Two uh, uh, You'd be okay with 19.59 slow release fertilizer. And uh, compost. The con- and idea compost. of compost is a good yeah. idea. Yeah. But what we're talking about, too, here, we're talking about a, a fast crop, a, a plant that's been bred to produce uh, tomatoes, big tomatoes, really quickly. And so the ni- the timing of the nitrogen availability is, is really huge. And Yeah, I don't know if she mentioned varieties or not. Yeah. So, anyhow, lot, there are lots of different ways to grow tomatoes and... Uh, We'll, uh, no, she doesn't even mention varieties. Yeah. We we have uh, drawn, drawn some conclusions on what the the most successful way for us in this area is, which varieties and uh, what uh, how to fertilize them and how to care for them. Yep. We need to, we need to hear from people how they're. Um, I guess it's too early to really get reports, but uh, on tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, they're the the one the. The plants are doing well. We were a little yeah. worried. We were a little worried that it was soil was pretty cool, but so far the s- plants look good. Do you have the information on the water saver landscape tour on you or no? I do. Well, get that. Get that out. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll share that. Yeah. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Pat's on the line, calling from with a tomato question from New Braunfels. Hey, Pat. All right. Welcome to Millburgers hey. Gardening, South Texas. How are you Thank doing? Thank you very much. I am very good. I enjoy your show. Thank um, you. This is the first time I've called in, but I've listened to you for probably 15 years. So, well, Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Milton was just a child when you started. Yeah, first time caller, long time listener, as they say. I know. Thanks, Pat. The age is all of it. Um, yeah, I have a question. I have been raising tomatoes in a raised bed. It's about 20 feet long, 4 to 5 feet wide, and I get your recommended selections. And in the last three years, my squirrels have eaten every single mm. tomato. And last year, I planted five of your recommended varieties, and I bet I got five tomatoes. And uh, I was wondering... Is that bed in the shade? 
Uh, no, sir. It's in uh, full sun all day long. Okay. Do the squirrels get the rest of them? <laughs> yeah, they like take a bite out of them as soon as they turn pink. I get a bite out of them, yeah. every single one. We're a real. Uh, we're an older neighborhood. Lots of trees. Lots of squirrels. Even my husband's pellet gun hasn't been successful. So, I wondered yeah. about a pepper spray. Um, they don't for squirrels. Yeah, right? we don't. They don't like it. I mean, we use peppers, uh, pepper sprays on uh, protecting leaves and uh, stems. Um, I wonder. I wonder if it would work on the fruit. Because we, it wouldn't work if they just took a bite and then quit. Yeah, because you'd have the same impact. You might, you know, though that might be, you might be worth a, an experiment on that because you, one of our Cliff Bingham who yeah. worked, he's uh, a great great gardener and grew fruit and vegetables, still does. Um, he had, uh, as long as he was conscientious in his sprays, his pepper sprays, he was able to keep them off of the. The uh, fruit trees, even though the, he had a deer path right through the yeah. the orchard, but uh, of course the minute the uh, you you didn't didn't spray in that particular week, then he had problems. Yeah, would that it, might work. It, you should try it. Would it be would it be a weekly spray or? I mean, obviously rain would you know wash the pepper. Yeah, out, it'd be a weekly spray. Yeah, I think you'd have to you'd have to do it a weekly. Now the other the other thing that sometimes works um my experience squirrels are relatively easy to catch in a live trap yeah that's what i was going to recommend and then you you catch those that are the notorious uh, tomato eaters and then 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 you you then you you generally don't takes a while for the new ones to uh to find the tomatoes and um, designate that as one of their foods so that, that works sometimes, too. Yeah, I wonder, too, because I think the population we have developed a taste. I was successful with tomatoes for a number of years, and now it's it's like none. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, so you you know that they've... Fun. It's been a while when they... When you when you go to the the top tomato contest and the squirrels co-sign with you. Hey, you know? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, that and you, you know... Bites out of them from yeah, you know <laughs> you know squirrel stew goes real good with uh, <laughs> tomatoes. I know we my have, husband gets a pellet gun out and he said the good news is I killed the squirrel. The bad news is you have to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. But if you catch them in a trap, you can. Uh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you catch them in a trap. Have a hard trap. You want to be Santa, uh, be nice about it, and then and then you teach them how to snorkel, <laughs> and a, a squirrel doesn't snorkel very good, and it I know, doesn't. But then I'd d- have to gut it and cook it. Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. the old days, you could pretend. Yeah. <laughs> did you go, did no. you go squirrel hunting as a young girl? No, I did not. I grew up in Colorado, so squirrels oh, were okay. an issue. So yeah. Okay. I, th- I thought maybe you were a Texan. I-, I have squirrel recipes on Plant Answers. Or a uh, Minnesotan. I've or, seen that. Yeah. Well, I, well, I you have squirrels up in Minnesota? Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. I got okay. to Texas as quick as I could, but no, I haven't grown up around squirrels. 
So I'm okay. not sure I want to eat the stew. So you use, use my recipes. She's not going to yeah. gut it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, the, gut, the gutting is an essential part of the recipe. Yes, rather. I'm sure. I, I would imagine. <laughs> That's what she wants to skinny. avoid. Maybe I'll make a squirrel, kin, squirrel skin hat. Hey, there you go. There you go. Well, Do you well, think you, the pepper uh, spray is worth, worth the effort? I think it's worth trying. Okay. I like the trapping idea. Right, and we, we know the trapping works in most cases for a temporary. You know, the temporary might be right. two years. Yeah. And don't oh, I get yeah. involved with animal control? I mean, if I were to not gut them, I would say animal control would relocate them? Actually, no. no I think they're... You eat them. Yeah, I think they're rodents. <laughs> I think they're considered rodents. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. If you don't, if you don't want to eat them after you trap them, take them to the city park or somewhere far away from your house. Well, Jerry, I could bring it to your house and you can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've got my own squirrels. <laughs> are you in you. New, Are you in uh, New Braunfels? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, just south of town between uh, McQueenie and New Braunfels. And uh, like I say, our neighborhood is, you know, we're about 35 years old now, so we've got lots of big, pretty trees and lots and lots of squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you got two options there that we, at least least two we thought of, and... uh, let us know. Let us know if you decide to do one and how successful. Yeah, and how it works. Or, or do a, could you do a little of both just to kind of? Well, yeah, you could. I, I you won't know which one little, worked best. Right. I might try the pepper spray pepper spray uh, first and okay. maybe the Sounds trapping good. second and see what works. So I think are you, you could are you could trap and castrate all the uh, <laughs> male squirrels. So, like Pat, are you beginning to regret? <laughs> are you beginning to regret that decision to call us after all these years? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm wondering. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, it. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Poor Pat. Now she's got have a. Have you eaten squirrel melter? No, I have not. But I yeah, maybe I, she'll catch some for you. Freeze them. Gut them. Freeze them. I don't think she's going to do any of that. And uh, bring you some squirrels. I don't blame poor Pat. <laughs> Should we change the subject? Is there something sure, else? We'll, we'll yeah. change the subject. Uh, real quick, you want me to take a break and we'll come back and talk about that? Okay. Subject? Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. First off, thank you so much for coming out and supporting Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive. It was a big success, and we have you to thank for that. So on behalf of Millburgers, on behalf of the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and on behalf of the South Texas neighbors that you helped, thank you so much for coming out and donating blood. We've got another one coming up in about 13 weeks, so keep your eye at millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. The next big event is coming up on April 21st. Saturday, April 21st is Millburgers Big Fiesta Celebration with food, 
like fajitas and tacos, drinks, all for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. There's a balloon artist, a face painter, and a whole lot more. So mark your calendar. We'll keep telling you about it. It's Millburgers Big Fiesta Celebration. And Millburgers Big 2018 Millburger Nursery Fiesta Medal is on sale right now for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army. That's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is Albert Mogler for townhall.com. The state of Colorado is moving to pass a new sex education bill that would bar abstinence-only education. The legislation itself is troubling, but when concerns are raised, proponents are pointing out that parents have an opt-out provision. Patrick Neville, writing in the Denver Post, took a closer look. This claim that parents can genuinely opt out their kids is not only bizarre, he said, it's also deeply misleading. They do this by identifying four different categories of instruction, then saying that human sexuality teaching occurs only when two or more of these categories are discussed. That is not anything close to genuine parental information or consent. It's a massive intentional loophole. What we are watching is a sexual revolution in progress. They are focused on the children, adolescents, and young people. Don't miss the reason why. It's because the sexual revolutionaries know that they will win if they can get to our kids by going around their parents. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, Doug Thornton with Mr. Electric. For your electrical concerns or to add lighting, ceiling fans, or anything else electrical, Mr. Electric, electricians you can trust for your home or business 24-7. Call Mr. Electric at 210-348-6000 or mrelectric.com. The ECL 250-300. Every day, every minute, news is breaking. Stories are being updated. Lives are being changed. So stay ahead of the curve and get the right information you need every day. 930 a.m. The Answer. 930 a.m. The Stick with us. You won't miss a thing. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray, and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, You're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, where we go right back to the phone lines and talk to James and see what's going on. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, how you guys doing, man? You worried about your tomatoes tonight? No. It's cold. Uh, they should, if, if everybody put that uh, grow web uh, fabric on there. Sure. Oh, is it going to get uh, cold enough? I would tell everybody as long as it stays above forty, there's 
you're safe. You're in a different part of our world, but in San Antonio, I guess in Bear County, the the forecast is 41 for the low tonight. Oh, so that's great. I'm, we're probably oh, about yeah. three or four degrees cooler out here in the country. Yeah. But uh, the wind, the wind is what you should have protected your tomatoes with from. Oh yeah, they're uh, they got windscreens up. This ain't my first rodeo. Uh, yeah. Wondered how you guys were doing. Hey, you guys were talking about squirrels. Let me tell you something. Uh oh. Caught hundred. The sap has been in the same place for the last five years. So there's a buildup of uh, what would you call it? Scent from squirrels around the trap. Yeah, I haven't moved this trap. On it's on the ground. It's on a big rock. I haven't moved it for four or five years. It measures seven inches by seven inches by twenty-four inches. It's one of those have a heart. I put about five or six pecans behind the trigger and leave it set all the time, and I've caught. I don't know how many squirrels. You need to leave the trap in the same spot. So when you do trap an animal, the pee and scent builds up. So the, when the other squirrels come in, they'll be attracted to that scent, and then they'll see the pecan, and the pecan always wins. Okay. The pecan. What do you do with the squirrels? I take him over to uh, right down the street from you guys and turn him loose. <laughs> right by Calvin's place. Yeah. You can uh, just take him down to the creek, man, just where there's water, and, and, and cut him loose. Yeah. You, know, they're, they're you don't eat them? Not yet. I'm, you know, I still got, um, you know, I'm hoping for tomatoes this year. Yeah. Would you trap some and uh, skin them out oh. and bring them to Milton so he could eat squirrels? No, I'm okay, James. <laughs> I think my, my doctor has advised against eating squirrels. Take the tail off. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway, it, don't be moving that trap around. Leave it in the same spot. Okay. Animal, okay. That's a good don't, tip. Don't take the animal away real fast. Let him pee and poop in there and make and make a mess. Uh, the only person that can smell it is another squirrel. And yeah, then, okay. The next squirrel will come in and smell that and go, hey, what's going on down here? He'll see the pecans, <laughs> and you got him. Okay? There you go. Thanks, James. It's worked. I, I bet you I've trapped 100 of them so far. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, okay. Thanks for calling. Boys. All, right. All, right. All right. Stay warm tonight. Thanks, sir. Okay, Ed's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What you say, Ed? Welcome to the show. Oh, how are you guys doing? Good. What's going on? Whoop, 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 whoop. Nope, oh, what happened there? No, no, just a little music popped up. <laughs> we, you now have your own theme, Ed. <laughs> Whatever you call. Well, yeah, I'm afraid that whenever I call, you guys are trying to figure out how to get rid of it. So. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, we run out of time, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, happening? I missed you guys yesterday. I got tied up over there in that blood mobile, and, and you were gone when I got out of there. Oh, oh no. no. So you were one of the 95 that, that came and donated, huh? I guess so, you know. Way to go, Ed. Thank you. 
anyway, uh, the lady that was asking about uh, her vinca that was dissolving, I've had that problem on various occasions, and um, it's just a little tiny uh, caterpillar. Yeah. And it's sort of similar to the uh, passion vine uh, caterpillar. There's Mm. there's one that just targets the vinca. Right. Basically, they just remove all the leaves there to help you, you know, keep the plant from becoming drought stressed. You know, you, you know, <laughs> it's a natural thing. Just leave them alone. Don't don't try to put, uh, you know, dipel or anything like that on them. Just, you know, it it gets rid of all the old leaves and then they re-sprout. It doesn't really hurt the plant any, as far as I can tell. Other than the fact that you've got a period of time when you don't have good foliage and then you got to you know you, you got to deal with the, with the weeds that come up or you got to deal with just uh, the vacancy of things right so, but it's not going to flower during that period of time anyway whether you yeah. kill off the caterpillars or not and it's just nature you know just learn to love it you know <laughs> yeah, uh, as far as the squirrels go uh, one of my uh, situations is that Anytime an animal, whether it's a squirrel or a chicken or anything, once they learn to get in and, say, eat your tomatoes or eat your fruit, they'll teach all the other animals. You know, the other animals will see them, what they're doing and learn from them. So you got to get those suckers quick whenever you start having a problem before the whole population learns what to do. <laughs> and That's a good I found idea. That, I heard that guy talking about the pecans but uh i found that if you take a cracker or a, or a little piece of bread or something like that and put some peanut butter on it the squirrels can smell that and they'll go in there and get, get caught in your trap but and i i generally uh just dispatch them in some way because there's i don't want to add to the population or give the problem to my neighbor or anything you know you don't eat them? You don't neuter them? Well, yeah, I, neuter? I used yeah. to eat them when I was a kid, but my, yeah. mom, my, my mom wouldn't, uh, she wouldn't fix them because most of the squirrels we had were black squirrels. and Yeah. She thought that they were, uh, you know, somehow or another different than a red squirrel, so she wouldn't. And we put them on the barbecue pit and tried to cook them that way, but... A squirrel, do dry. So well, a squirrel is so lean that if you put them on the barbecue, yeah. they just turn into a, a giant over-processed uh, turkey. Yeah, I mean, you can't <laughs> eat them. You know, they're, they're just a bunch so, of... So, Ed, no. I know we were joking about it, but now we really do have to go. We just uh, about <laughs> Thanks, 45 Ed. seconds. We'll talk to you next week. Call us Thanks again, for the okay? info. Bye-bye. Okay. Talk to you later. All right, we're going to begin to wrap up, but uh, we're going to be here next Saturday. Mary came up. There just wasn't time to talk. She said that her presentation went great. You can learn about all the things that are happening at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. Thanks to Ashley doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And as always, on behalf of the docs, thank you very much for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you next Saturday and Sunday here at Millburgers, 1604 and Boulevardy Road, and we'll be on The Answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.